listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Welcome to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are here. We're so excited. Guys, this is our first ever podcast episode, and Lindsay and I are so excited to be bringing this uh, to you today and actually making this thing happen. So today we're going to be talking just about who we are, our stories, the heart behind this podcast, behind our workshops and the university, just a little bit about us and our stories so you know who the heck you're listening to. Yeah, this is going to be just an intro kind of into Evie and I. And if we didn't say this, this is Lindsay. Oh, yeah. And this is Evie. (laughs) (laughs) And we are going to just start off with our stories, like Evie said, and just kind of give you an intro and a little peek into who we are and what this podcast is going to be about. So to start off, I am going to ask Evie, Evie, I know your story, obviously. We are best friends. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But for the people out there that don't know you or your story, give us a little short and sweet um, intro into who you are, how you became a photographer, and how that turned into you being an educator and an entrepreneur, and just a little bit of your story. Yeah. So a super like Cliff Notes version of my story. I picked up photography in high school, but it was always just like a, a, a side hobby. It was never my pursuit and something that I really wanted to pursue and go after. I was actually going after politics and government, and that was my plan for about five years. Um, And because of that, I went to a ministry school in Northern California thinking that, you know, that would be like my like foundation and my stepping stone into the, uh, not the photography world. Oh Lord. The political world was my plan. And when I came back from that school, I like definitely continued photography, like throughout kind of all of that. But when I came back from that school, I came, moved back to my family in Ohio and was like, I'm not supposed to go into politics. And it was just such a plot twist moment for me. And I just had some photography gigs and like in my lap because it was a hobby. And like, I started pursuing that and I'd been shooting at that point for about like four or five years. Um, and from there it just like took off. I was working a full-time restaurant job. That's a whole nother story, but I was working that and my photography gig. And then within the course of about like six to nine months, I went from like having a couple weddings booked and just a hobby photography business to, uh, taking it full-time, fully booking out my entire year, um, with like 30 weddings and like 40 couple sessions. And within that time period, we started the heart workshop too. That's a whole nother thing we'll cover in a second. Um, but I just went like ham into photography. It was such a crazy acceleration season. Uh, And then from there, I just started becoming really, really passionate about educating and sharing my knowledge of like how I went from zero to 60 so fast Um, and just kind of sharing like my journey with that and all the tools and the strategies that I knew had really worked and were really successful. And from there, I just started getting more and more passionate about business education, not just educating photographers, which is kind of what pivoted me into business education and where we are now. That's so awesome. I love your story because it happens so fast, but it's because you hustled, which, you know, hey, heart and hustle. (laughs) (laughs) But you are like the perfect example of somebody that just literally 
like you lit a fire under your butt and you just went for it and mm-hmm. you said like no to fear and you just chased after your dreams and you yeah. made it happen, which I, I love. So that's just such yeah. a testament to who you are as a person. And Aww. that's so good. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. And then I think like really fast, I just want to like say for anyone who's listening to this and like maybe feels like they're hearing overnight success for me. Um, I just want to like kind of clarify, yes, my like turning it from a hobby business into like a full-time business happened very fast within the course of like, I would say a year, um, was when it really just went from like nothing to everything. It was, you know, full-time, super successful business. But with all of that, Two, there was the background of like five years of learning the industry, mastering my technique with my cameras, with my clients, with knowing exactly the niche that I was going for, knowing like I'd second shot, I'd shot my own weddings. I like, I had really built up a foundation. So I don't want people to hear my story in that little snippet and feel like it was just overnight success. And it's like a, you know, just a luck that I happened to actually get to where it was. Like I hustled my butt off and I had the foundation of, I really worked hard on my photography and the like strategies there for about four or five years. And I think that's super important because by the time you like were in your restaurant job and then started like, okay, no, I'm going to do photography full time. Like this is my thing. You already were a very, very good photographer. And like, yeah, it's not like you were starting like from that point being like, okay, let's learn manual. You already <laughs> yeah. knew it. Like you knew your style. I mean, you ha- you've refined it and tweaked it a little bit, but you had been shooting for so long and you kind of mm. knew from that point on. So yeah, like, like she said, like it wasn't, it's not like you started just from zero to a hundred right then that year you had yeah. like five plus years before that. That was just like you're okay, I'm going to go full time. Like that's when you started to go full time. So I think yeah, that's, that's when I pressed the like the gas on the business. Yeah, for sure. No. So yeah. You're so yeah, that's a little <laughs> thanks. That's a little snippet of my story. But Lindsay, for the world who doesn't know about you and your story, why don't you share a little snippet of yours? Perfect. Okay. So Evie, she didn't really say this, or maybe you, I don't think you did, but you didn't go to college. So that's your Correct. story. My story is the opposite. I went to college and growing up, I always wanted to be an actress. Um, I literally wanted to go to LA and make it big time. I wanted to be Hillary Duff on Lizzie McGuire straight up. <laughs> and so in high school and college, I was a theater nerd. And so I double majored in theater and film in college, expecting to graduate and go off to LA. Well, I graduated And I think at that time, I just knew I wasn't ready to go to LA and like make it. If you're going to do that, then you need to like, that needs to be your end goal in life. Otherwise you will not make it. Um, And I knew that that wasn't the season. And so I stayed back for a year after college and I interned with my church, um, my campus ministry. And I just took that year to grow in my faith, in myself. And that year I kind of like picked up my camera. I had always been a hobby kind of like similar to Evie, you had spent like five plus years honing your craft. I had always loved photography as a hobby and I knew that I had a natural talent for it. Um, And just for storytelling, similar to how I loved acting, I loved acting because as an actor, you use your talent, which is like your body and your voice, I guess, um, to tell stories. And I feel like photography or any art is very similar. You're storytellers. Um, And so I had always had a DSLR camera. I pulled it out that year and I was like, you know what? Let's actually learn because I had been using it on auto. I was like, let's use this thing like how it's supposed to be used and learn the manual and learn all, all the things of how to run your camera. 
So that year I started shooting my roommates. I started shooting families in the church just to get like better at photography. And I fell in love with it. Um, and so it's just slowly transitioned into being a business. Um, and from then on, like I opened up a Facebook page, I opened up a website. I, I quickly learned that couples and weddings were my love. I love shooting love and I love shooting adventurous love. Um, and I was in Kansas at the time. That's where I'm born and raised. And so learning how to be a destination wedding photographer in Kansas was fun. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have many future episodes on that topic, I'm sure. But I quickly started traveling, started becoming more like accustomed to shooting in other places with mountains and everything. And so I slowly dipped into the adventurous destination world. Um, and then me and my husband moved to Hawaii. He's in the Coast Guard. So that's what moved us there. Um, and a lot of people don't know that because we don't really advertise that like a ton, but that's what moved us there. And I was like, okay, that's a good uh, move for my business. Thanks, <laughs> Coast Guard. Um, and so yeah, once I got to Hawaii, it pretty much just blew up. It was like a perfect storm. My love for like just the adventure and the mountains and the ocean, everything just fell so in love or so in line with Hawaii's landscape. And my business blew the heck up. Um, and it just became just like my passion project. And similar to Evie, I, I started getting questions of like, how did you do this? How did you, how did you get so many clients? How like, are you shooting in this way in this like style that's very candid and, and adventurous? And so I don't know, we, we started realizing, oh, okay, we uh, actually know what we're doing and we have answers when everybody asks us that question. Um, and so that's kind of where it led into education. Um, so my, my story is pretty similar in the aspect of, I would say it was two and a half years from like starting, okay, I'm going to go full time to I'm like, I feel successful, which like feeling successful is like such a, like, you never like, elusive yes, it's so elusive but yeah. um that's kind of where I think I want to lead this into like how we met and how we started like our education platform um which yeah. kind of backtracks on my story a little bit um but I'll start it and Evie you just like pop in whenever you want to like cool. take over this story but um <laughs> Evie at the time was in ministry school in Redding California and when my husband joined the Coast Guard his a school was in Petaluma, California. So those are both Northern California cities, but they are not anywhere close to each other because California is ginormous. Um, but we had followed each other for like, we had followed each other on Instagram. I don't even know how we met, honestly. Like we, neither one of us remembers like ever, like how we connected, who followed who first, like none of all of that is just one big blur to us, but somehow we got connected on Instagram and like just connected and we're like, oh, you like theater. Oh, you like whatever, you know, you're into like some hobby photographer, like photography stuff. But both of us, the funny thing, Lynn's that like we both laugh about all the time is the fact that we both were just like trying to take cool latte art photos and like have like hipster Literally. captions. Like, <laughs> we just wanted to be like, like these like cool hipster Instagrammers, but like we weren't, neither one of us when we like met, we're like full, like on photography, like business people. Not at um, all. But that's kind of like, it's just a random thing. We just met on Instagram and had followed each other for a long time at that point and really felt like we were like, you know, buds, like acquaintances, like decent friends, whatever. Um, and then, sorry, Lindsay, you can continue, but that's like the Instagram background and then the Northern California thing yeah. was fun. Well, and back 
way back when, when we were trying to grow our Instagrams, I remember I started like this group of girls called like the Dainty Dames or the Dapper Danes. I don't even, I don't even remember what we were. The Dainty, the Dainty Dames. Dames. And we just did like follow Fridays <laughs> and I invited Evie into it. And so that's kind of how we got even more connected a little bit on Instagram. But then flash forward to like mm-hmm. two years later, this is in 2017. I'm in Northern California with my husband and you're in Reading. And we were like, hey, we're close. I mean, like five hours close, but better than like 12, whatever. And so we were semi-close. And so we were like, okay, let's meet up. Let's like meet up and have coffee, do a photo shoot or whatever. So we met up on the coast of Mendocino, California, which was about like a two and a half drive hour. Well, words. It was about a two and a half hour drive for me, but like a five hour drive for Evie. But we were like, it's in the middle. It's cute. <laughs> I was dedicated to that spot and meeting this like friend yeah. of mine. <laughs> so we met up on the coast and we exchanged photo shoots. We had coffee and literally I remember just instantly hitting it off with you. And I think I even literally said we're going to be friends until we're old and gray. Yes. And I, we had no idea yeah, was what like, was coming. Yeah. And at that point, like that was the first time we met and like in person. And yes, we'd been Instagram friends and like had like commented and like DM'd each other. And like, you know, because of the follow Friday thing had done some emails, but we weren't like no. buds. Like I, I, like, I think I got your phone number in order to meet up. Like I didn't, hadn't had your phone number before that. Like we weren't like, like really close friends or anything. And yet we met in person and we already knew we were going to like get along, but there was something in that moment. Obviously it was like, God. (laughs) Yeah. But we like called each other. Wow. That's so dramatic. (laughs) But we literally like called each other, like, you know, like, oh, this is my soul sister. This is like my bosom friend, like whatever, like, yeah, like, super nerdy. Like we were like, this is like my bud. And Lindsay literally said, which is to this day, we think is super cool uh-huh. and funny. She literally said like, we're going to be best friends. Until but I also need to interject and- real fast. Um, because literally <laughs> we, we are at the shoot and no, even the first second we met. So Evie's name is, is E-V-I-E. Everyone knows this if you see it spelled, but in my, um, experience of, of spelling and of, f- hooked on phonics, whatever. (laughs) When I see the word E-V-I-E, I'm sorry. That's Evie. That's not Evie. So, and I didn't know that her full name was Evelyn, so it makes more sense. But Evie is E-V-I-E in my opinion. And so literally, we meet and I'm like, Evie, hi. (laughs) Like (laughs) The entire shoot, guys. The The entire entire shoot. shoot. She calls me And she doesn't correct me. Because I didn't correct her the first time because I, at that point I was still like a little like hesitant to like correct people on my name and I just felt bad. And then the second time she said it, I almost said something and then she kept talking. And so I let it slide. And then by that point, it's just plain awkward. Like you can't correct somebody when they've called you a name like three I plus mean, times. Yes, you can it's if it's wrong. So then literally <laughs> we, we go our separate ways and this is like a month later. Like it's so long later and we're on the phone and I'm like, e, you're so awesome. Or I don't know what I said. And you're like, you're like, okay, I got to stop you right there. If we're going to continue this friendship, it's Evie. And I literally was like, are you freaking kidding me? Oh Why did you gosh. let me talk literally- and say your name wrong this whole time? To this day, she won't let me live that down.
Hey, Heart Fam, we had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part, <laughs> HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline an excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, we we met there in Mendocino. Instantly, we're just like, like soul sister best friends and connected so well. Um, and from that point, I think we just like, we would text, we would like occasionally, like, I think we hopped on maybe one phone call between like then. So that was like the spring. I think that uh-huh. was around 2017. April. Um, yeah. Yes. April, 2017 was like that connection, like in-person moment. And then I, that was the point where I moved home from, that was like the end of my school year. And I moved back to Ohio with my family. And that's when like the whole plot twist for me happened. And um the Lord just like, it was so cool in that season. That's when like God really put it on my heart as I was really building my photography business. And so many people were asking me questions and being like, how are you doing this? How are you growing so fast? How are you like, how, how, how? Um, And I was able to answer every single question that people were giving me. And I knew like, this is how you can do it. This is how you can do what I'm doing. And I knew my answers. And so in that moment, God kind of dropped this dream on my heart of like, you should do a workshop. And the minute that idea popped into my head, Lindsay was like right there. And I was like, I will not start a a workshop with anyone other than Lindsay Roman. Like this, she's my girl. We're in this together. And so I immediately, like I FaceTimed her and that Mm -hmm. was the summer, uh, like I think mid to late summer. Yeah. It was right before I moved to Hawaii. Um, You called me up. Yeah. And like I FaceTimed Lindsay and was like, I want to start a workshop and I want to do it with you. And the funny thing was, Lindsay's like immediate response was like, uh, we have less than like 5,000 I was such combined. the Debbie Downer. Like, I was like, yo, who do you think you are? <laughs> India Earl? No, hon. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, we can do this. Like, stop. Like, you are, pu- first of all, pulling the comparison game. And secondly, you are like, just getting in your own head and letting fear like hold you back. Like, do you know the answer to this question? And I like started like drilling her with questions and being like, how do you do this? Why do you do this? Are you able to do this? Can you do this? Can you answer this? And like every time Lindsay was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I finally was like, then we're doing a workshop. And it was just so cool. It was such a, um, yeah, it was such a, like a igniting a dream that I didn't even know existed. Like I never thought like, oh, I could do this until you were like, no, we're going to do it. (laughs) And that's always kind of been my personality is like, 
I can be whatever I want, which is just is so cool to see how that just like God used that to push us into this like whole God yeah. dream, which so is then so fun. Here I'll, um, I'll go. So then yeah. we moved to Hawaii and my husband was gone with the Coast Guard for a few months. And so Evie flew out to Hawaii just to visit me and maybe start dreaming about this whole workshop thing in January of 2018. So that's when you first came to Hawaii. And that was like your first of many trips after that mm-hmm. uh, to Hawaii. But yeah. <laughs> um, we swam, we snorkeled, we did some fun things. But then we also dreamed and started planning our first workshop. Um, and we don't have to go into like the nitty gritty details of like how exactly all this happened. But basically we planned it. We like recorded a video. We booked an Airbnb and we're like, we're freaking doing this. And I think we launched it like a week after you got back home. And what blew our minds is that Mm -hmm. it sold out in seven hours, which like we weren't even expecting it to sell out in like a day or a week, much less like seven hours. Like people, like in my opinion, 12 people woke up that morning, didn't know that they were going to drop money. And then we said, oh, hey, we're doing a workshop and then dropped money. I was like, what? And so it just reaffirmed what Evie said that like people, there's a need, there's a gap in this industry that we can absolutely fill. Um, And so we did it. And that first workshop was then in April of 2018. And it went so well, like just lit the fire under us. And we were like, okay, we were made to do this. Yeah. And that was so cool to see like the first workshop was in Malibu. And from there we launched the next one. Um, The next one was in Hawaii, right? Yeah. And then we we didn't do Hawaii the first time, even though I lived there and it seemed like it was an obvious choice to do it in Hawaii. But we... We didn't do it in Hawaii because we were scared that like, oh, no one would fly to Hawaii. Turns out a lot of people want to come to Hawaii. Like that was not a fear we should have had. But we we started getting such a huge demand and we didn't want to like sacrifice the intimate size of this workshop. We cap it at 25 girls right now. And we we didn't want to sacrifice that even though we had a huge demand. Like our wait list was upwards of a thousand or two thousand people. And we were like, what the heck? Like okay. So we started brainstorming and thinking like, how can we give people something that isn't like, because if we keep going at workshops with 25 people per workshop, like we're going to be doing this forever and not serving the demand that we clearly have. So that's when we started talking about an online course and started slowly discovering the world of online education and what we could serve and what we could do to step into that space. Yeah. So from there, from the brainchild or whatever you call it, of how can we meet this this demand that we're getting that was consistently growing, we began brainstorming the Heart University, which was our online course. Um, and that was like the entire, like most of the year mm-hmm. of 2018 was us pulling together all of the content, all of the outlines, all of our like PDFs and all this stuff uh, for the Heart University. It has 25 episodes in it. We um, filmed it in one and week. And we, yeah, and that was just the worst idea I mean, we could but have it was ever also had, necessary. honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it worked, but let me just say that was probably the most stressful and like painful, like mentally, physically, emotionally, just like, ex- like, 
exhausting, beyond exhausting, like work week, like week of my life, but work week, especially like Lindsay and I both were like, this is almost not even fun. Humbled by waves multiple times. I got knocked down on rocks. I found out I was pregnant for the first time that week. That was fun. Um, That's a story for another time. (laughs) But yeah, it was a crazy week. Um, But basically we, we filmed 25 episodes for our online course, which kind of goes hand in hand with the heart. Um, workshop. So we started with the workshops, then moved on to online courses with the Heart Workshop or the Heart University. Um, and real quick, I want to talk about the story mm-hmm. of how we came up with the name, the Heart University and Heart Workshop, just the heart yeah. in general. Um, that first time that Evie came to Hawaii in that January, when we were kind of first figuring out what we wanted our workshop to be, we were trying to brainstorm a name. And I, I said, Evie, just start talking about why you want to teach a workshop. Like what, what is it about that, that lights a fire in you. And so she started talking and as she was talking, I was listening for buzzwords and she kept repeating the word heart. She kept being like, it's just, I, I, I want, like, it's in my heart to do this. Like, I want to talk about the heart of, of business and photography and like people's heart. Like she kept saying the word heart. And I was, I just, like, after she stopped talking, I was like heart. And that's like, we were just like, that's it. That's it. And then later we're both huge believers and our faith infuses everything about who we are, what we do, everything. And we didn't realize this when we chose the word heart, but we later realized that heart literally is the word he and art combined. And when I, when someone told me that, I was like, what? Mind blown. Like it it was just such a God (laughs) thing with that title and how it came about. Yeah. So that's based, like the base and the foundation behind everything that we create from, you know, the workshops to the online course to this podcast now. It's why, you know, we're doing what we're doing is because we believe that we have to get down to the heart of uh, our businesses and ourselves and our, you know, relationships and our, like, just everything. There is a heart behind every single thing that we're doing. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's a root, basically. Um, and, like, you have to have that healthy and strong in order to succeed. Like your mentality has to be healthy. Your, you know, just all these different things. Like that's the reason that we create all of yeah. this content. You can have that all we're doing of the sound strategies in the world. You can have the best business practices ever. But if your heart isn't secure, if your foundation and your identity and who you are isn't strong and solid, if you're not standing on like a confident ground, that didn't make sense, but a confident like platform then your business is going to crumble. <laughs> like you will not have the identity and the security yeah. to succeed. And so that's, yeah, that's honestly, like Evie said, like why we started yeah. or why we named it the heart, just because that's the foundation of where everything builds. And like, we have such a passion to teach hardcore business principles. And that's what we do in our workshops and our course, but it starts with the heart. And that's kind of why it led to this podcast. We wanted to be able yeah. to give you guys information and and education that's free on a new platform and a new way. Um, But that's why we named it the heart and hustle because we still wanted to have that element of like, Hey, it starts in the heart, but Hey, it also like, it requires hustle. And I know that hustle is almost like a dirty word in this entrepreneur world of like, Oh, don't like, it's not about the hustle. Well, it's not, but also it like, you have to put in the work is what all the, all that that word means is that yes, it requires yeah. Heart behind it, but it also requires hard work. So that's where we're coming at. Yeah. And I think we just kind of wanted it on this first episode to address like the, the, the 
dirty word of hustle because it has received such a negative connotation in our industry because people have abused it and people have abused the concept of hustling uh, to mean overworking Mm -hmm. yourself in an unhealthy way. And Lindsay and I almost wanted to use that name in this podcast when we thought of it because we're like, no, we want to bring that back in a healthy, balanced way. And that's a big thing that we want to focus on and talk about in this podcast is like how to find healthy balance between your life and your relationships and your business and like that work-life balance that so many people struggle with and that everyone is, you know, constantly learning on. But we so firmly believe that if your heart is in a healthy and secure place, both like mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever, then your hustle Mm -hmm. is going to be in such a healthy place too. Um, Like you're actually going to be hustling and working hard from a really healthy place of knowing your identity, knowing your worth, knowing what you're working towards, knowing that, you know, you still have healthy relationships with the people around you and you're not abusing those in order to hustle. Um, So that's basically our heart behind this, no pun intended, our heart behind this, the name of this podcast is we believe those two go hand in hand. And when they're utilized together, they create such a beautiful balance and it's just, Mm -hmm. it's next level. It, it, no longer has to be a negative word to be like, oh, I'm hustling. Like yeah. it can be and basically a really what powerful, you can expect from this podcast and future episodes is we want to pour out education and inspiration for both business and life. Like if you're listening to this and you're not a creative entrepreneur, that's okay. Cause we're going to be talking about like how to, how to find a healthy workflow for whatever you're doing, how to have good eating practices, eating practices. That doesn't make any sense, but like healthy eating habits, like <laughs> just how to work out in a well way, <laughs> well way, what? Wow, you are struggling, home girl. <laughs> Here, hang on. Let me take over. You just okay, like great. give your mental Ow. capacity a, a little room to breathe. <laughs> so basically, we're gonna talk about meal planning and meal prepping, and um, you that know, healthy fitness. Way way we're gonna talk just about said. just. I know you're welcome. <laughs> so anytime you're struggling, girl, you just let me know. I, I got you. <laughs> Anyways, so that's kind of what we're planning here is this is not just for business owners and entrepreneurs, although we're 100% going to be talking a ton about business strategies and, you know, different things that go along with being an entrepreneur. But we also are going to be including a lot of things that just are any for anyone who is wanting to up-level their life and really step into the game in their life and stop living on the sidelines and just waiting for, you know, something good to happen or waiting for things to fall into place or waiting for that perfect moment to, you know, pursue that dream or whatever. Um, That's basically what you can expect. We're going to be talking about everything from, you know, marketing and social media and branding to meal planning to time management Mm -hmm. to relationships, uh, you know, as as a working woman or just relationships in general from a healthy perspective, just all sorts of different things. Yeah. That and are we're also in different seasons of topics. life, at least right now. Like you are a single woman and I am a married woman with a child. So like we have two different perspectives to bring to the table. Like I can, I can touch on the aspects mm-hmm. of like working as a mom for the first time. And you can touch on like being in a different season of singleness and how to navigate that while owning your business full time and being younger. And I'm a little bit older. So it's just, we have two different perspectives that we're bringing to the table, which I think is really good. Yeah, absolutely. So guys, we hope this kind of gave you a foundation of who the heck we are are and, (laughs) and what 
the heck we're doing and what the Heart University is and what this podcast is um, and what you can expect in the future. And if you are listening to this right now, thank you so much for giving we us don't take that this time and yeah. believing in us. Yeah. That we are so thankful for each and every one of you guys here listening to this, who have been cheering us on, who constantly support us and encourage us and just share the ways that we've impacted you or um, why you look up to us or why you love, you know, being a part of our communities. Like we're so thankful yeah. for you guys. Yeah. So we love you guys so much. And if you want to connect with us on the gram, um, you can go to at Evie Rupp and at Mrs. Lindsay Roman or at the Heart University for all of your podcast needs. And just to check out more about the Heart University, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning into this first episode. Keep binging because we got some more goodness on the way. <laughs> love you guys. All right, guys, go kick some butt. <laughs>